Tag, welcome, and Chentani to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. And my name is Andy Robinson. And together we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute brothers. brothers. And today we are joined by honorary third Godfather brother, Ian. Ian, welcome. You've been on the show before, right? I have. Thank you much. Welcome back. We very rarely have guests. Very rarely. On the program. Mm-hmm. This is a special invitation and... Don't forget, when you're invited, you you can't refuse. Is it an invitation he couldn't refuse, Alex? I think so. (laughs) Did you try to refuse it? I did not. Okay, good, good. You're a smart man. Smart man. Yeah, because don't forget, there was another person who we did invite at one point, and they refused, and they were never invited back. Mm, Because we never ask a second time. (laughs) (laughs) We like to hear bad news as quickly as as we can. Yeah. Uh, We're talking about minute 138 today. That's right. Together, both of you, repeat after me. Repeat after me. E minuto. E minuto. Cento. Cento. Trentotto. 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 You got it. Yeah. Nice job. You speak any foreign languages or No. Nothing. Nothing. Classic American. (laughs) That's the way it is. Just let my money do the talking. Yeah, there you go. There you go. The international language, money, right? My friend George Washington is all my is all my uh, negotiating oh. for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're talking about minute one hundred thirty eight, um, and here's what happens: um, we're in the Don's office, and uh, during the meeting with the Don and Mikey, uh, Tessio and Clemenza continue their pleas to fight back against that goddamn Barzini. Mm-hmm. Um, but Don urges them to trust his judgment. And to uh, be a friend to Mikey. And uh, when Mikey says, all their problems will be solved in six months when the Corleones move to Nevada. Mm-hmm. And also, um, Carlo was born in Nevada. Yeah. So uh, He's a Vegas boy. He grew up in Las Vegas. Yeah. It's funny how it ends with him tell- <laughs> telling Carlo, you grew up in Nevada. Like, <laughs> okay, boss, whatever you say. Well, that would that would have been a cliffhanger if this were a radio serial. Yeah. Like, Carlo, you grew up in Nevada. Dun, dun. Oh, did Carlo really grow up in Nevada? <laughs> I just realized they now I now I know the origin of Carlo commanding Connie to clean it up because in Vegas Carlo commanding Connie, Connie to, to clean, clean it up. up because in Vegas that's the hospitality center of the world. Oh, so Carlo right. is very tidy, and the Puzo even wrote that he's very clean, very tight. He's always he's, he grew up in that environment. Yeah. Clean it up, <laughs> change those sheets, <laughs> clean that bathroom. The guests are coming. Clean it up. He used to work at a, he used to be like the housekeeping supervisor at yeah. the like, Mo Green's hotel. Yeah, you know, <laughs> clap your hands, shake them out. <laughs> So is there, last week we commented on the, the Don has a fish that we see him feeding, mm, yeah. but I can swear there's also the sound of a bird in the room. Really? I heard a bird. Like a, like a twittering of like a, like a, like a canary or something. Huh. And I was looking around trying to see if there was like, does he also have a pet bird? But I could not see any bird in the room. Are you sending us outside? Are you setting us up for a joke, Alex? No, I'm so, I, I swear. Because there's clearly a bird there. Carlo, the stool pigeon. Oh. 
They could even call it a turkey. Clean it up. I didn't hear a bird. Ian, did you hear a bird? Yeah, they're outside. Really? Like a tweeting of some yeah, sort? Yeah, it sounds like like there's a, wow. um, you know, I don't know if like a window was open. Because first, when I was playing it, I thought it was, I thought it was like in my house. Because I was like, where's that sound coming from? And then I paused it and I was like, oh, the bird stopped too. So it must be on the thing. So anyway, so the Don must have a pet bird as well. Oh. So what kind of bird do you think he has? Oh, boy. Turkey. A pet turkey. In a cute like a cage. The Don's kind of lightening up, and so he's semi-retired right now. Yeah. And so he talked about, at least in the book, he talked about wanting to garden more, um, drink more wine, relax. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he uh, maybe he's into wildlife. He's getting into birds. Uh, I bet he's yeah. like races them. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. pigeons. Truly I yeah. Uh, when I was growing pigeons? up, I had a friend whose father did uh, racing pigeons, mm. and he had like a big you know uh, coop in the back of his uh, wow. in the, his backyard, and like you know his father would go and the pigeons when he throw his hands up in the air, the pigeon would go you know fly away and for miles away and stuff. But how does that work? Is there a destination? Like, how do they? Are they all going to the same destination, and and that's the race? That's a good question. How do you how do you even track their well because people use birds to send messages and stuff, so there must be the birds must know how to get from point A to point B. Mm. But I don't know how if the bird has never been there. How do you how how does it work? I don't know. I have no anyway, if anyone's, let's yeah. start a pigeon pigeon uh, racing podcast. Yeah. Anyway, just growing up, it was so odd for someone mm. to uh, to uh, to have a um, pigeon coop. Well, we know in the scene, Michael tells Tessio and Clemenza. He says he says in six months, that's when they'll be legit. You can break off and yeah. have your own family. So he says that this minute, right? Mm-hmm. And so it six makes months. Yeah, it makes me wonder that. It would have been sooner, but six months is how long it takes to get the pigeons to the Vegas, pigeon, oh, yeah. to send a message slow. to Mo Green, get a response back from Mo Green, mm-hmm. and then he has to send another response back, like, my cred's good enough to buy you out, and no, you're cheap. And it's like, the bird, is it the bird that's cheap? <laughs> oh, like, cheap. You know, I get yeah. it for cheap. cheap. It's not an efficient way to communicate with, mm-hmm. uh, with other crime bosses you're trying to buy out. Do you think, like, when you could tell what where it's coming from, by what type of bird it is like oh that's a las vegas pigeon or that's a that's a uh, mexican (laughs) pigeon or or whatever the whatever the things are maybe um the bird what else you got yeah so he says mikey says he estimates it'll take six months for them Mm -hmm. to move out to nevada yeah um and then they can go free that seems like a that seems optimistic Hmm, like it should take him longer well a couple of weeks back um, he also said that the Corleone family would be completely legitimate in five years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and this, <laughs> they're going to move out to the, like to me as a, just a regular person, moving across country would be a big undertaking yeah. as it was oh, when yeah. I did move. The well, three country. of us in this room did that. Yeah. Yeah. We've all, let moved. me tell you, so, the whole, the preparation took a lot longer than six months. <laughs> the fact that they I have this two giant house <laughs> with all the people, all the button men, like just the, Got a lot of stuff they got to yeah. move out there to to uh, to. Yeah. So it seems like that's six months seems. Well, maybe they're going to maybe they're leaving most of their their stuff, including their operations in New York, and they're just going to lease those out to Tessio and Clemenza when they start mm. their own families. And meanwhile, when they go to Vegas, they're going to rent people oh, there. Got it. Like like uh, yeah, it's, like, owning is so 1930s. You get Alex. a uh, you go get a uh, like to um, what's it called? A temp agency. 
Get some, oh, get some, uh, some button men. A Godfather temp, temp agency. agency. <laughs> Ian, would you work for at a Godfather temp agency? Just they, what, where do they put me? They place well, me locally. Well, what what, what role skills? would you want? What yeah, what skills do you have? Skills? What crime skills. Are you good with a knife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, um, let's see. I'm good on the keyboard. I could type. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, All right. I don't know. I'm a white collar worker. How about accounting? <laughs> Are you good with numbers? Yeah, yeah I can do you the always numbers. need numbers, yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. We do the numbers. All right. One man with a suitcase and an iPad can can steal more than a thousand guys with guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially back then. Oh yeah, back then. Forget can it. If you, you had do- an iPad, you'd be like. Although, I don't know. Would it be any good? What, to have an iPad back then? Let's just say... If you're if, the only one with an iPad, I don't think it would do That's what I mean. Yet. Like, if you could hand an iPad to someone, and then they'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And, like, the battery would die, and then you'd be like, oh, that's a, now it's just a mirror. <laughs> now it's a mirror. <laughs> oh, you don't even, oh, you don't even get a charging cable with it? It's just the iPad. <laughs> well, even if you did, would, they, would it work with... No. Are outlets from the 1940s the same as outlets now? Oh, boy. We well, add, no, it's not no, even no, that's boring. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you think typing? You think blue white collar is more your? You're yeah, not I'd a, be you're back not a, office. You're not a boots on the ground kind of. It, uh, I'd be temping in the back office. Okay. Would you? Right. Would you be? Would you be a support role? So like Tom Hagen would say, Ian, I need you to draft these contracts up. Or would you be one sort of leading, looking for angles and trying to find new white collar crimes? Oh no, they. I mean, I don't want any responsibility, especially as a temp. <laughs> He's, yeah, that's right. Just yeah. temp. He's trying to punch in and punch yeah. out. Yeah. Exactly. I think. Yeah, I think in the mafia, I think I would want as little like life itself. I would want as little responsibility as possible because also in the mafia, like the higher you go up, the more likely you're going to screw up a major thing and yeah. get killed for it. You know, like Paulie. I disagree. I think the lower you are, the more risk there is to your life. To your life. Yeah, I mean that's the button men on the street are the ones getting no, but gun I mean fights. By, but those are those are getting killed by rival gangs. But yeah. if you're the higher up, you're more likely to kill by get killed by one of your own oh, guys one of your because own. because oh. you know they're you're, you yeah. have more responsibility. So you're yeah, and so. people are always looking to take you down. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, yeah, Godfather Tenth Agency. That's a funny idea that they. We'll have to talk about in the bonus content about the newspaper ads. So it'll be like, how many how many words do you type per minute? Like, what's your how, oh, how yeah. like you're shooting? What's your bullseye yeah. percentage? Your your BP, your bullseye percentage. <laughs> yeah. your is, BEP. There, is there a skills test they put you through? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grot wire, uh, yeah, choke totally, out yeah. the dummy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See how long it takes you to do like. A, <laughs> It would be cool to have a, a Godfather training camp mm-hmm. where it's like a boot camp. And and regardless of what your role is, like in the army, everyone has to go through that boot camp. So even Tom Hagen had to garrot a, a dummy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And not a real them. person, but just a dummy. No, it's a real person. No, it's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's those are the people they hire from the temp agency. <laughs> Whoever gets the lowest score... Whoever gets the lowest score on the shooting test is the test dummy oh. in the garroting. In the garroting, uh, the garroting is the last <laughs> test, and like, all the people that wash out. Are the- oh no, you don't want to know the guy who comes in the last for the garroting gets. He is the. Uh, see, it's a never-ending chain. That's why they always oh, the last person always gets the the oh, shit detail. In the, uh, the next, uh, the next uh, chest. What's ABG? Always be garroting. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah. So Clemenza is upset because in six months, um, there won't be nothing left to build on. Yeah. So that's, he's uh, chipping away in his territory. Chipping at chipping away. At the Ian, do you have any suggestions for how these guys can keep their territory? So right now they're not getting permission from Michael, the new Don, to recruit new men or to really fight back. Mm-hmm. So what can they do? Hmm. Yeah, I guess they just have to just suck it up and wait. Yeah, Mikey does say. Soon, all of your questions, all your problems will be solved, and all of your questions will be answered. That's all I can say right now. Yeah. Do you do you trust him, or would you trust him if you were one of those guys? Well, uh, they, they as the Don says, do you trust my judgments mm-hmm. and do I have your loyalty? Yes, Godfather. Oh, then yeah. be a friend to Michael and do what he says. So, yeah. like the law of tr- is is loyalty um, transferable? Mm. Can you can you then say, well, if you're loyal to me, pretend this is coming from me? You know what I mean? Interesting. I think I think nowadays. Oh, well, I wonder. I guess in crime families, loyalty is oh sure is a uh, at a premium. Yeah, and that's how the whole system works. You can't have people just betraying everyone. Yeah, yeah. loyalty is the number one most important thing. <laughs> do you think Do you think loyalty is different now than it was back then? Are people more or less loyal now than they were back then? Generally, across society. I think they're still as loyal to one another, but they're far less loyal at their job. Mm. I mean, because it's just you're just a throwaway person. Yeah, and jobs are less loyal to to people too. So yeah, oh yeah, I guess it work goes both ways. Yeah, because it used to be you get a job out of college, and then that's the job you had for your like, you know, like our parents' generation. They all worked at one job for their entire lives, and you know now everyone. uh, um, so is Mikey being coy about the plan because he doesn't trust everybody in the room? Like, can he just say, listen, Clemenza Tessio, in, in next month after during the baptism, I'm going to kill all the other rival families and then we'll have a clean slate. Yeah. Is it because like Carlo is in the room? That's true. And do, do they think Carlo is still working for... Yes. Yeah, Ian, to give you a little bit of background, it's actually... It's it's foreground. What's like? It's not background because it hasn't happened yet. What would you call that? Foreshadowing. foreshadowing. Foresh- well, it's not foreshadowing. Later in the movie, Mikey uh, confronts Carlo and says, "Hey, yeah," and says, "Hey, we know you set the trap for Santino that killed Santino." And so, do we think now that Mikey already and the Don already suspect that? I don't see how they wouldn't. Yeah. Because nothing happens between now and that scene later that would trigger that suspicion. Yeah. Yeah. I think only the rule of thumb in in crime families is only give information that is needed. Never give more. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's just your executive staff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even understand why Carlo's there. Well, because he's from Las Vegas. He was born in Nevada. He grew yeah. up in Nevada. Yeah. Okay. In the book, Puto writes a little bit more about this. The, the scene is a bit longer in the book, and mm-hmm. Michael gives instructions about what everyone's next moves are going to be in the move, uh-huh. which we're really going to find out next minute. Right. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything else? Because I can jump into the book. Oh, uh, that's. I don't really have too much else. So, yeah, is Connie is Carlo working for Barzini? That's the. So the plan at this point 
is to go is to move to Las Vegas mm-hmm. and then leave Clemenza and Tessio and all those guys and Frankie Five Angels and and stuff all. Yeah, I think so. To keep running things in New York. Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things with uh, loyalty and the family, mm-hmm. and it's not like the people in in the mob are saying, "Hey, we we want open office floor plans." And a lot of transparency. (laughs) We really want to see the numbers. It's not like today where you have all the employees asking for things. Right. Yeah. You get like... uh, Very different. You get like professional development reimbursements. (laughs) And uh, and, uh, Tessio's like, I need my cost of living wage increase for this this, uh, quarter. Come on, man. We could have done this over email. <laughs> yeah. My 401k is, is for shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what's the bonus Puzo have to say about this okay, whole situation? So, as we talked about last minute, uh, Puzo wrote a bit about what each person in this room thinks about Mikey. Okay. And I just want to review a little bit of that. Uh, Puzo wrote All this was known to the men sitting in the room. Uh, Carlo Rizzi liked Michael but did not fear him as he had feared Sonny. Clemenza, too, though he gave Michael credit for a bravura performance with the Turk and the police captain, could not help thinking Michael too soft to be a Don. Mm -hmm. Clemenza had hoped to be given permission to form his own family, to have his own empire split away from the Corleone. Something in it for me! Uh, But the the Don had indicated that this was not to be, and Clemenza respected the Don too much to disobey, unless, of course, the whole situation became intolerable. Mm. Yeah. This is interesting. Tessio had a better opinion of Michael, Mm. which is kind of odd to me because it seems like Tessio was complaining a lot more in these minutes than Clemenza. Right. Right. Yeah. Tessio had a better opinion of Michael. He sensed something else in the young man, a force cleverly kept hidden, a man jealously guarding his true strength from public gaze, following the Don's precept that a friend should always underestimate your virtues and an enemy overestimate your faults. Hmm. Your friends should... A friend should always underestimate your virtues and an enemy overestimate your faults. Why should why should a friend <laughs> underestimate your virtues? I don't. I read it about four times preparing for this minute, and I didn't understand it. I, but I just tried to read it and pass it off as if I did. I'm confessing right now. So, your, do you understand that your friends should underestimate your virtues? The Don's precept that a friend should always underestimate your virtues. And an enemy overestimate your faults. It seems backwards. Like you don't want to. You don't want to overestimate your. Well, it's okay. So the first one's fault. I think could maybe be read as you want your friends to always be like, "Oh my gosh, you're even better than I." Like mm-hmm. you're, you do more yeah. for me than I even expected. I yeah. totally underestimated your virtues. Mm-hmm. Like you were more uh, virtuous yeah. than even I thought. Even here we are friends. I knew you had virtues, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I underestimated them. Yeah, but I don't know about why? the flaw. Why you're? Why would you? You want your enemies to to what? And an enemy overestimate your faults. So that I could see being like you want your enemy to overestimate your faults so that they're not 
they're they're thinking you're vulnerable where you're not yes they're like oh yeah. he's you know he's his uh, yeah like oh, no yeah. but no but you don't want an enemy to overestimate your faults because you want them to attack you where you're not weak so you want them to think you're weaker than you are so that when they attack you you can wallop them back isn't it better to have them underestimate your faults because if they really are your faults and they underestimate them then if if they come at you you're you're not as weak you know what? It's so funny reading this. I I realize no, now you are weaker than than if they are overestimating your if they are underestimating your faults. Oh, you are. Then you are weaker than they think. But then they're less likely to come at you. It's like hiding your faults. Like you want to hide your faults from your enemies. You don't want them to think like, oh, they have all these faults, right? What my conclusion in this whole thing is that the Don's slipping. <laughs> the Don is slipping. It's the reason he's semi-retired. No, I. There's so many great lines from from The Godfather, catchy ones. Yeah. Keep your friends close. And yeah. this was was supposed to be one of those lines, but it was just it's just too clunky. It definitely requires a lot more. Yeah. Uh, a lot. It's deeper than than it comes it's, across. It, it's on, it, it, you know, it's on the right track of deception. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> deceiving oh. anyone who reads it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Confounding the human mind. Ian, you studied philosophy. What do you make of that? Yeah, well, it's. I was trying to think about, okay, your enemies know you're quick to anger, let's mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm. But and you play that, that up. And is that true? No, you're deceiving them. You're playing oh, that okay. up. You're really not. But when you're around them, you portray this so that they think... Oh, we don't want to anger him. He's quick to anger already. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. but you're really not or something. And I, they're overestimating your that fault of yours, yeah. which is to get angry. But you would have to play a sort of character yourself to get them to believe that. Yeah. You would have to, you know, put that deception forward. Aren't we all kind of playing roles though? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're pretty authentic. I think authenticity is lacking from that yeah you know well it's really interesting you bring this up because it makes me wonder how much acting are all the people are all the characters in this story doing like what if uh what alex what if santino were really uh like this really sensitive guy yeah soft guy but he he the don told him this as a kid santino don't forget, a friend should always underestimate your virtues and an enemy overestimate your faults. And since that day, Sonny put on this hard exterior. <laughs> but that's not really who he is. <laughs> but that would also not... Is that... Is that Well, hold on. Uh, so I looked online. And I went to Quora. What does this quote mean by Don Corleone? Mm-hmm. Um, so this, uh, this person says... And you found that quote? Yeah, it's only from Mario Puzo. That's the only attribution. Wow. Uh, What I infer here, he's actually talking about the power. If an enemy overestimates your weaknesses, it means that he does not have an exact idea about your power. So you are on an advantage in that situation. You can always surprise your enemy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but... Yeah, because if, they, but, if you're if they're but if, if you're stronger than they think, then then that's you, know, you want to be you want them to think you are str- that you are stronger than you really are, so that they won't attack. Yeah, you, at all. you always want to have the strongest reputation, the biggest badass on the block. 
In any, in, in case of a friend, the one who underestimates your virtues will again not have any clue about your power unless supported in bad times, thus making the bond even stronger. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I say we move on. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's stick with the iconic lines. Yeah. <laughs> keep he, really, he put that just for this scene? Yeah. Yeah, he wrote that. Yeah, I've never seen oh. it anywhere else in the book. Yeah. Well, Puto writes, the Don himself and Tom Hagen were, of course, so this is still about Michael. Uh, they were, of course, under the no illusions about Michael. The Don would never have retired if he had not had absolute faith in his son's ability to, re- to retrieve the family position. Semi-retired. <laughs> Hagen had been Michael's teacher for the last two years. Wow. So this is already two years. I was going to say, how long so do you it's think longer, it's been? So it's actually, we, we were saying earlier, it was six months between when he had said to Kay that he was going to be legitimate in five years. So so it's been two two years since, since Mikey came home and has been under the tutelage of Tom Hagen. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hagen was amazed at how quickly Michael grasped all the intricacies of the family business. Truly his father's son. Hmm. Mikey, I'm impressed. You've learned all the points of law. You've learned about cause. <laughs> What else? <laughs> what else did he learn of that? That's all there is. Oh, there's just the cause. That's, yeah. and that's the one thing he's to learn. And you have to know the difference between marijuana and the heroin. That's right. Here's a little bit more. Puzo writes: Clemenza and Tessio were annoyed with Michael because he had reduced the strength of the regimes and had never reconstituted reconstituted Sonny's regime. The Corleone family, in effect, had now only two fighting divisions with less personnel than formerly. Clemenza and Tessio considered this suicidal, especially with the Barzini Tatalia encroachments on their empires. So now they were hopeful these errors might be corrected at this extraordinary meeting convened by the Don. There's only two capo regimes? Yeah, Clemenza and Tessio are the the, ne- the next highest up. Hmm. Yeah. Seems like you need a bigger organization than that. But I mean, you, if you start beefing up management, you put more resources there. You, it's true. Remember, it all gets fed. All the all the loot moves upward. Yeah, that's what Mario yeah. Puzo said that. But Puzo had written that this was an extraordinary meeting. Hmm. I guess I got the sense that they met all the time. I guess because we've seen that a few times in the meeting. Or is it just that it's extraordinary because Tessio and Clemenza are revolting? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they're revolting. <laughs> I think it's extraordinary because they're all they've all come back to this to the Don study to try to interpret that quote from earlier. <laughs> and it's extraordinary because oh. Carlo is sitting in on it and he never yeah. is allowed to sit. In on it, so uh, here's another section. Puto writes, Michael start started off by telling them about his trip to Vegas and Mo Green's refusing the offer to oh. buy him out. I know this is this is um out of order. Yeah, this is a little bit out of order. Um, the whole system's out of order. It is. <laughs> Mikey said, but we'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Oh, Damn. I like that. Uh-huh. Uh, you already- a, I like that. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> My other thing about your enemies and your virtues is it's too clunky. It's too clunky. <laughs> oh, it's great. Don Corleone now gets the credit for that, but it's really Mikey. Who, uh, <laughs> Or is it the other way around, Don Corleone, because he's semi-retired and kind of losing his mind, losing his edge. Mm-hmm. Michael's now using all his lines and taking the credit for it. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, I taught my dad that one years ago. 
I'm, I'm, I'm now taking the credit for it. I taught my dad that. <laughs> Pop. Uh, and Mikey says, you already know the Corleone family plans to move move its operations west. We'll have four of the hotel casinos on the strip, but it can't be right away. We need time to get things straightened out. And Mikey spoke directly to Clemenza. Pete, you and Tessio. By the way, Tessio also calls, I'm sorry, calls Clemenza Pete in this minute. Yeah, he says, Don, with you gone, Pete and I are going to come under the... Yeah, it's funny. I just don't remember them ever calling him Pete. Um, like they call him Fat Clemenza. They call him Clemenza. I've heard him called Peter Clemenza. Peter Clemenza. Yeah. It doesn't, I, thought, um, I, I thought in the in Godfather 2, when they're at the trial, or mm-hmm. the, the Senate hearing, I thought he said, you, were, you worked under Peter Clemenza in, the, oh, in yeah, that thing? Yeah, I think they have to. Right, Senator, you know. <laughs> Isn't it true you worked for Fat Clemenza? It's all the aliases. <laughs> A.K.A. Peter Clemenza, A.K.A. <laughs> A.K.A. Mrs. Clemenza's <laughs> husband. <laughs> uh, let's see, Puta writes... Uh, Pete, you and Tessio, I want you to go along with me for a year without questioning and without reservations. Wow. No fun. reservations? Yeah. We'll never get to get in. Screws <laughs> up all my arrangements. <laughs> At the end of that year, both of you can split off from the Corleone family and be your own bosses. Have your own families. Of course, it goes without saying we'd maintain our friendship. I wouldn't insult you and your respect for my father by thinking otherwise for a minute. But up until that time, I want you just to follow my lead and don't worry. There are negotiations going on that will solve problems that you think are not solvable. So just be a little patient. Um, I lived in Sicily for three years walking around the countryside. You can be patient for a little while. <laughs> um, I watched my wife blow up in a car. You can be patient. Fat Clemenza is um, one of the killers of, in the five family thing. Oh, right? yeah. But not Tessio. That's right. I wonder why that is. Because he's the smart one. <laughs> but so at some point, Clemenza does learn that we're going to kiss. So maybe that's why he doesn't have Tessio, because he, he doesn't want Tessio to tip uh, off. Uh, yeah. Doesn't want him to tip off. That's uh, a good point. Barthini. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to read that portion of the book because Tessio is the one person here besides Hagen and Don Corleone that really see the potential in Michael. Mm-hmm. And later in the movie, Michael says, "Oh, Tessio was always the smart one. Yeah. Give the boy a chance. <laughs> yeah, just give him a chance." Well, Tessio, I mean, he's got to be getting near semi-retirement age. How long do you go if you're a couple regime? Or is it the kind of thing you really just don't retire? Or, or really- if you have someone, I guess it depends on if you have someone you you can trust to run the shop without you without yeah. your hands on. But would you get money anymore? Yeah. Really? If you're the if you're even the, if you retire, yeah, I would think like as the as the owner as the the person who started the business, I think you would still get you would still get the us. couple regimes. I mean, Don Corleone is, is he's the man. He'll the, keep getting the, money. The, they must have some kind of retirement packet. There's some yeah. kind of either either they're either they're setting aside money like a retirement thing, or they're always going to be given like a. A, like, a like an envelope full of money will always show up, wow. just you know, to take care of you know. I guess. So. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to know what the end game is for the mob business. Yeah. You know, if you look at the real world, like Whitey Bulger is putting like money inside of his walls and his, his socks. Yeah. It's yeah. like <laughs> once you've made a comfortable life, I mean, you're just trying to franchise it. What are you what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, why not just call it quits, shut it down? Yeah. Can you ever really get into blue chip stocks? 
Yeah, just well, that's, that's what Mikey's trying to do with yeah, the Corleone family, like get him legit. Because yeah. he, he sees the big picture that eventually you can't just do this forever. you yeah. got to go legit and have your progeny in living in a, growing up in a legitimate world. Yeah, his way of doing things is done. Yeah. Uh, I guess it, maybe it's also a matter of, you know, like even just it's like your job your career if you've been doing this you know you like yeah keep going into the office right. just it's like the guy that never wants to retire yeah even yeah just like i enjoy should. i enjoy doing it and i enjoy having negotiations and, yeah you know so yeah. it's easy to see like the don because he's like he got shot he's sick he's uh, like i could see him being like you know what this is not this is not the fun part of being a mob boss i want to <laughs> want to step out and semi-retire now <laughs> We'll still, we'll still see me around. I'll come in for birthday parties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Weddings. He'll show up. He's puttering around the office. They're like, pop. <laughs> well, maybe this whole I thing. I just want to feel useful. <laughs> maybe this whole, maybe the, the whole reason they're not giving more men to Tessio and Clemenza is because they really want them to retire. Just oh, they're trying to really like starve awkward. their, starve yeah, their department. Yeah, it really hard for them. Like, I have no place to hang my hat, so I have nothing left to do. I've got to retire. Yes, uh, okay, well, we're going to be sad to leave you. We've got your replacement lined up. But uh. <laughs> Even the Don comes out of retirement. <laughs> he was trying to be a model. Oh, yeah, trying to like give it. Semi-retirement's not that bad, Tessio. You should give it a shot. Oh, they Maybe can sit around get... all day playing uh, uh, playing uh, dominoes. Hearts. And, Canasta. Hearts. Yeah. Canasta. <laughs> have you ever played dominoes? Real no. dominoes? Mm-mm. I've never played real dominoes. I don't think I have either. I've never eaten real dominoes. I've never played real dominoes. <laughs> um, well, you've played them, like knocked them over, Yeah, right? but that's not what they're... Yeah. Like, I've never played it with the, the, with the tiles. And the, no, I don't even yeah. know how it works. So. And they slam them down, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they're really that's aggressive. That's awesome player. Yeah. <laughs> well, Is that the most aggressive board game, do you think? Oh, boy. Mm. It's got to be. Slamming those there. pieces down. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. Ian, right? Yeah. Pop, perfection, does that count as a board game? I don't remember that one. Oh, I hate it. We talked about perfection. I think we even talked about it on the show. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, it's like an yeah. IQ test game where you yeah. put the shapes into yeah. the thing. And it's like, it's pops up flying in the air. Like, oh, so people thought this would be fun. Well, that's all I have for minute 138. That's all I have, too. Ian, any last thoughts about this scene? No, I like how it was shot. I think that I watched it three or four times. You know, it was tight knit with the family. So I really like how the whole thing was done. Yeah, I hadn't been watching it as much as you guys have, so yeah. that just really impressed me. Well, we haven't seen it in years. All of the <laughs> all of our analysis is based on memories from when we watched it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think it's 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 kind of cool to be back in the Don's study. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, that's uh, the but most, Michael at the helm. Yeah, and also, so also one thing you know, you in the green room, you pointed out that mm-hmm. when Mikey's sitting there, the light, he is the the light source is right behind him. So yeah. he's like the thing lighting up, like the whole room is coming. Mm-hmm. The light is coming mm-hmm. from his. Uh, and Tessio and Clemenza keep turning around and going to the Don and, and the Don keeps pushing them back. Yeah. Pushing, push, them, back pushing them back in. <laughs> yeah. Every time they think they're out, he, he pushes them back yeah. in, but you can never lose your family. <laughs> never. All right. So let's rate this minute. So we rate it on a scale of one to five, right, Alex? One to five. And we, we go we, we we go one, two, we just kind of count up right. and stop wherever you think sure. your number is. So if we don't if say your number is advance. five, you'd go one, two, three, four, five, like that. And if you were like, oh, if right. it was uh, if it was Thursday, you'd say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, 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 no. All right. 
All right. Everyone have their number? Yeah. Well, hold on. Okay. I'm ready. I got mine. You ready? Yep. One, two, three, four. Oh, you guys agreed on four. I stopped the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pivotal scene. Yeah. And Brando's transition. Is Brando, got. you got, oh, oh Don Corleone, yeah. please let us do. And, you know, we got, uh, there won't be nothing left to build on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good minute. Yeah. Yeah. Carlo's there. Carlo's there. He grew up in Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right, well, I guess that'll wrap up minute 139. Uh, we will be reconvening for the bonus uh, features. Don't forget, folks, our stuff is all on YouTube now. Go to YouTube. Every single episode is archived there. Yes. Check it out. Yeah. It's been fun. Uh, thank you, Ian. You got anything you want to promote? You want people to follow you on Twitter or anything like that? Oh, the Twitter, GitHub, uh, Ian France. Got a bunch of things on GitHub if you're into computer stuff. What is it, GitHub? Yeah. I've never heard of that. It's a programmer thing. Hmm. That's kind of cool. You might have some people. It's like it's like social networks, but just specifically for computer people. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And, and if you're looking for uh, white criminal support people, Ian's looking for <laughs> work. Tempin. He's a, he's a, he's a temping. But I thrive under lack of accountability. <laughs> you sound, so I do my best work. You sound you sound like uh, sounds like we can get we can marry get you married to Connie Corleone. <laughs> get you working at the candy store, candy store Corleone. You can be Connie Corleone's husband. It wasn't enough time, Ian. <laughs> All right, so uh, we so uh, we're gonna do the bonus features, and then uh, until then, in six months' time, there won't be nothing left to build on. Nothing.